Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Hood Ridge Podcast. My name is Cyrus. My name is Nicola. And it's good to be back. We've just come back from our vacation. Yeah, we came back a couple of days ago, and it was a uh, it was a good um... <laughs> it was it was a good time. <laughs> it was great. I want to say like, oh, I know I'm coming back nice and relaxed, but we did a lot while we were out. Yeah, there. it wasn't a more of like a relaxed vacation as it was more of a. Like, do fucking everything vacation yeah we had to jam everything into like this week and a bit that we were there so um i'm not relaxed at all i'm actually like super tired and like i i'm kind of like <laughs> like i know i never want to do that again <laughs> but it was a good time we had a lot of fun and uh, maybe that's what we should talk about first sure just, just the the crazy stuff we got into and, all right cute intro Uh, so yeah, we got back on Monday. We took a red eye Sunday night, and we got back early in the morning, and then went back to work uh, on Tuesday. So we had a kind of a day to like. Well, I kind of had like a day to like get my shit together. So yeah, and I think we needed it because I don't know about you, but I, me in general, I cannot sleep on airplanes. Like, yeah. Even though we did have um, a free seat. In between us, yeah, we had like a whole row to ourselves. I just couldn't get fucking rich. I just no, couldn't get uncomfortable. Like, it wasn't a full flight. I, um, I just couldn't relax. I couldn't fall asleep. Like my neck hurt. Oh, I have long legs, so it's just hard to. Yeah, but we had an extra seat, so that's not really an excuse. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, even with an extra seat, like it's it's not. I still can't get comfortable. I don't know. Yeah. Or like the turbulence, or like I don't know. Just yeah, you don't do well in planes. So as soon as we got back, I just like fell asleep yeah and i was and i was so hungry too because the food we had at lax was garbage yeah terminal i don't know terminal two in lax is pretty Worst trash food. um yeah i think i spent like 15 dollars american on a one burger yeah and it was it was like it was like smaller than a mcdouble yeah, which was... is pretty sad. <laughs> but I would like to say that that was probably the worst part of the trip. Everything else was pretty good. Yeah. Um, without going into too many like details, basically every day we had um, kind of like a full day. We kind of did like a bunch of like the tourist like bullshitty like tourist things in LA and then we got to got to do some other cool things that maybe the average tourist wasn't able to do but uh yeah we saw some cool things saw some celebrities Mm -hmm. um we paid to see the celebrities actually kind of not really um and yeah it was cool it was like typical like like I when I came back um to work uh, all my like coworkers like obviously like followed my like snap my my Snapchat yeah who the fuck uses Snapchat um it's Instagram stories and they're like oh my god you did like everything that you like that touristy life in L A and I yeah. was like yeah that's uh, that was the goal and that like it, it was basically like, yeah the goal to like just get everything done in this week that we were there so um let's like not bore everyone just say what like your favorite part of the trip was. My favorite part of the trip was going to the comedy store and watching some of my favorite comedians slash podcasters. Yeah, uh, the comedy store is like a comedy club on Sunset Strip in LA. Yeah, it's like where like Jay Leno, Richard Pryor, David Letterman started. And when we were there, we got to see uh, 
Chris D'Elia, Bobby Lee, Whitney Cummings, Ali Wong, which was a surprise. And Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, that was pretty crazy. Joey Diaz. Yeah, he was crazy. Theo, Neil. And like it was that was really cool. And we were like sitting pretty close too. Like Yeah, we were like intimate. uncomfortably close. Like uh, any second I was just like, fuck, they're gonna like say something about me. <laughs> Bobby like... Lee was looking hard at you. It was it was kinda concerning shout out to Bobby Lee I know like we had like this moment and like he would like like I feel like he was just like is she because like he's Asian and he I think maybe he had like Asian jokes and he was just trying to like zero on on like me because like I was Asian and he was probably thinking of like an Asian joke to say but he couldn't think of it that's what it felt like did you see Uh, the guy who was sitting behind you uh he was also Asian wasn't he he looked yeah he was Asian and he looked exactly like Ken Jeong Oh shit! So maybe, maybe he was looking, maybe at, he was looking at that guy. They're both of you. He's like, oh, I need to get this Asian, small little Asian group to start laughing. Cause yeah. If I don't have them, I'm I'm done. Yeah. He made like a. Oh, I don't want to say his jokes because like usually at the comedy store, it's just like where comedians go to test out jokes. It's okay. But Bobby Lee's not this, listening. To he this, had I'm this sure. joke about like um, how he saw his first, how he saw like the first uh, homeless Asian person. Um, because like Asians are supposed to be like so successful so like it's like a big deal and then it turns out like he wasn't homeless he was just working at Starbucks <laughs> which is basically like being homeless if you're Asian I thought that was really fucking funny so, that was a good joke um, what was your favorite part? my favorite part um, I don't know like I like to go shopping um, okay I guess it's not my favorite part but like the part that still like hurts me the most is we went to a uh, there's a store called Goyard, and I sound like a fucking like asshole. I, there's I a understand store called that. Goyard. There's a store. There's a brand. This is a, a designer, if you will, off the runway. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, whatever. I can say it because like I'm in like fashion, so whatever. It's a Hoodridge um, podcast. You can yeah, I know, but like the whole juxtaposition is like like I'm from like <laughs> so real. I'm like so from the hood, right. but it's just like I, I I do stupid shit with money. I wish I guess sometimes Hoodridge is like you do stupid shit with money. So you know what? This falls perfectly. Okay. I was going to buy a Goyard bag, which was, um, I don't know, like 1800 US, so like Canadian dollars. I think after tax, it came up to like $2,600. And like, I'm not a rich person. Like, you know, I do, I do okay. Um, I still live with my parents, so I'm not really paying rent. You hood rich. Uh, yeah, I do well for like, you know, where I am and people think I'm like, you know, I, I, um, I dress like not from, um, the hood. So people think I do, you know, I'm, I'm cool. It's just more when I say like, oh, I'm from like this part of Toronto. They're just like, Ooh, so you definitely got you get felt like the hood part. When you stepped into road, yeah, one hundred percent. I felt like, oh gone. fuck, I'm out of my league. Um, anyways, I was I was gonna buy this bag, um, but I didn't because um, there was a little, 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 little voice in my head that said, like, this is a fucking stupid idea. Um, and you were egging me on, like, I was about to, like, you were like, yeah, I mean, like, you're never because, like, it's not available in Canada. Like this brand, you can't, like, there's nowhere in Canada where you can buy it unless it's like a reseller or whatever. But uh, so I'm not going to have another opportunity to purchase it for a while. So I was just like, fuck, should I get it? Um, and then at the end of the day, I, I didn't get it. Like I said, it was like fucking stupidly priced. And like mm-hmm. if I did buy it, like I'd have to fucking lie to like customs about like buying it because I'd probably have to pay taxes on it. 
um, which is like another like another obstacle I was thinking about because like if <laughs> but if you just use it as you carry on, that's how you can. Well, away, right? I mean, you can't. I don't know. I feel like that's something they can find out. But you don't a, want them like touching it, like putting it through the scanner. Well, no, no, no it was. It, it. I, I don't care about that. It was just like I didn't want them to be like, all right, you. First, I don't know, because like you know, I had like such a problem with like TSA. Like I've been stopped at the border like so many times, like for. Whatever. This could be another story, actually. Yeah, we have this a is, that's, funny that's a good story fucking story. That. Maybe for later. Um, anyways, like, so I think I'm, like, semi-flagged at the border. So, like, if they see, like, hey, this isn't the bag you came in, and then they're, like, they put two and two together, they're, like, oh, this kind of bag, you could only get in L.A. You must have bought it in L.A. And then they find out it's, like, $1,800, and I have to pay taxes on that, then I'd fucking cry at the airport. Um Anyways, that was my not so favorite favorite part of LA, um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> um, but a lot of stuff did happen while we were away. Yeah, a lot of fucking stuff. Like it was so like it was crazy because it's like we were in LA where like most of these things were kind of like really like because like I guess um, LA to like the u.s is like toronto to canada like it's kind of like Mm, a entertainment hub where like all these things happen and like you know i would say like vancouver is the la of canada and maybe toronto is the new york city sure okay that's actually a better comparison anyways um a lot of shit happened uh let's start off with i have like notes here um the colin uh colin kaepernick Sorry, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, I said that right. Why the fuck did I even? Okay, anyways, he had a Nike ad, which yes. um, went like I don't want to say viral because like viral kind of insinuates like it was because of the internet, but it was kind of like everywhere um, with Nike. And there's been like a lot of backlash about it. So like it wasn't more so the ad, but it was kind of like choosing him specifically. No, no, I mean like it wasn't the ad that was like like publicized a lot it was kind of like the controversy like behind it because they chose Colin Kaepernick they chose Colin Kaepernick and then people were like boycott boycotting Nike um because of it I guess was kind of like the like the ad itself I think was really cool because like I like like I get it it's like you are choosing this person to represent it because he kind of stands for the just like it was for the just do it campaign and it it made sense but it was like the backlash that happened afterwards that was like kind of picked up by like news people and like the internet. So, yeah. um, I mean, he, his whole thing is like, he's unofficially blacklisted from the NFL because he kneeled at the, um, yeah, during the anthem during the NFL games. And there's like a collusion, like court case going on with that. Yeah. So, you know, you know, people who think there who don't agree with, what Colin Kaepernick did saw that he was part of Nike and then that turned him off to the whole brand and the whole commercial in general, which caused the controversy. We were seeing like dumb shit, like people cutting off the Nike logos off their socks and uh, burning their, all their Nike stuff because they, they just so don't mad. agree with yeah they don't agree with, with Nike supporting no well like I think it's more so they don't agree with Nike supporting this athlete um, because of what you know he yeah. did um, but do you think that was like a really smart thing to do on Nike's part I think it goes well with their with that with their campaign yeah. um, it's like that's, that's pretty good 
Yeah, no, it's it, no, <laughs> no. It spot made, on yeah, right yeah, there, it made sense. Like a real life and like, example. And like, you know, the whole thing with with marketing is like you you reach people, and this definitely reached a lot of people. Um, no such thing as bad press. The, I mean, there is, but I like like I said, like it, it it reached you know the entire audience of people that was listening. So, in terms of like like the message, like I get it, I, I agree with it for the for the most part, like. It was ballsy of them to do, mm-hmm. and like I respect Nike for like taking a risk to do that. Like I personally probably wouldn't do it because I'm like a huge pussy when it comes to like controversial controversial things like that. Right. Um. So it was ballsy, and it worked, it was. and it worked, and I yeah. think that's a that's Nike in themselves kind of that's like their marketing but like, department but, but, also but, being like, like just do it. Let's sure, just fucking but go like, for but it. Like, but like I feel like. Nike is like, sh- like they're just like they are shoes. Like they are like the sportswear brand. They they're the biggest those. sportswear brand, arguably. Yeah. It's I, not gonna I, ruin Nike. It's no not gonna, gonna ruin Nike, but Nike. it's crazy that like something, like 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 I guess what I'm trying to say is it's crazy that a company that big was willing to take that big of a risk. I respect it. I feel um, like they could afford to take that risk because they're so big and yeah. But then, but then you so understand. But you understand that like if it didn't go well, it could have ruined them. You know uh, what I mean? I don't think so. But no, no, no. But like, well, yeah, of course. Like if if like a a brand were to do something that like you know a lot of people would not like, they like they would turn on them. If they put Donald Trump on their campaign, yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. And and, and like to some people, like Colin Kaepernick is like. Donald Trump to them but like not a normal person but I'm just saying like it was very risky like all I'm saying like I fucking support Colin Kaepernick I like I do I'm just saying like it was it was super risky and like uh, I'm happy that it turned out the way that it did but like again like it was just such a bold move from Nike and I didn't really expect it for them just because they've been like this big player in the game they didn't have to do anything like this but it's cool to see Nike like stepping out and supporting all of these movements and supporting all these athletes Um, yeah (laughs) I think it was uh, a really I think it was a ballsy thing to do and I knew I thought they were definitely gonna get some hate but I didn't think it was they were really at risk of really de- putting any damage to their uh, business just because uh, I think overall in general, there is a lot of positivity around Colin Kaepernick's movement. Yeah, for and sure. Just the, how like the whole Colin Kaepernick's whole thing about, you know, standing up or, or kneeling. Even even when he was threatened, he got kicked out of the NFL. There's this case that people colluded it against them in the NFL to get him out. He's mm-hmm. still stuck by his word, and that's like just totally aligned with Nike. So it just like just made sense. It's not like Pepsi who that overreached and was totally tone deaf with the whole Kendall Jenner Black Lives Matter protest right. ad or whatever. Like that didn't really align with soft drinks or whatever pepsi's slogan well, is. well like okay okay to, to defend that not not to defend it but like to like um to to go on that is okay. their whole thing was like um enjoy like enjoy the moment enjoy you know being together like that was like their that was her thing like share share pepsi like bring people, bring people together. together so okay, like uh... so you, you can't really say that like it didn't align with like what they were doing but it was done in like a, a poor way and that's exactly what i'm saying that's exactly what i'm fucking saying sorry i'm like banging that's exactly 
exactly what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> the maracas. I have, I have a thing of funfetti here that uh, I got from the States. <laughs> I got that from fucking Border Patrol. Anyways, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like that was a that's a perfect example to what I'm saying is where a big company can can ultimately fuck up and okay. like ruin like their image. So yeah. I'm happy that came right around back to what I was saying. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's. It's 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 so good to see that it worked out, and it's so good to see that they continue to. I guess what 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 Nike is doing that Pepsi didn't was they are continuing their work with like the whole Serena Williams like campaign. Um, with that entire ad had like people who were yeah LeBron James like LeBron James's uh, school and like everything that you know uh, Nike supporting him with. Like they kind of like have like the 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 backing to like to like spread their message whereas pepsi was kind of like what the fuck are you like what are you talking about you sell soft drinks um yeah okay cool take lessons Um, pepsi take lessons uh you have anything else to say about that or we can move on let's move on okay so sad news um to the rap community Mm -hmm. uh mac miller had passed away at the age of 26 um toxology report hasn't come out yet so but, like, people have been saying it was uh, due to an overdose, which we're not going to, like, speculate that because we obviously, like, it's not it's not confirmed yet, but... Yeah, but I think that, that comes, um, it's suspected overdose because the person that found him, he was alone in his apartment and there was no visible signs of, like, suicide or, like, right. foul play. Right, right. And I don't know, maybe, you know, like you said, like, the report isn't out, isn't very yeah. detailed the toxicology reports not is it's not, not, not out yet. yet but it maybe at the scene of the the death it looked like it was an apparent overdose but right. still and it kind of it does align with mac miller's uh drug issues in the past yeah he's he's had issues but it's still very tragic and it's so unfortunate and so sad because he you know, this was supposed to be a time of celebration for Mac because he, he just, just released, released an, an album. album. Swimming, he yeah. had videos coming out. Um, it seemed like he was um, kind of making some sort of comeback into mm-hmm. mainstream um, music and hip hop. So, yeah, it's really it's it's really tragic. I remember we were at freaking uh, Disneyland when. Oh yeah, Waiting we were for on Pirates we were, of the Caribbean. Oh my god, we were at Disneyland. How did you even know? Did you see someone on their phone? So the, I okay, because well, someone I think was I saw on the, the ride. Well, someone so, well, was on the we, ride while we were waiting. Yes, yeah. and I saw a picture of Mac Miller on their phone. Yeah, and I said, "Oh shit, what happened to Mac Miller?" Yeah, you creeper. So I just thought, like, let me just. So Nicole, Nicole was the only one with data, so I was like, "Hey, can I see your phone?" I checked Twitter because I was like, "Okay, maybe are they just looking at a picture of Mac Miller?" Which is kind of weird for someone on a ride. But, on, but like, then I thought I saw like the TMZ logo, so I'm like, "Shit, oh, something happened." So yeah, then I yeah. checked Twitter, and boom, he died. He's dead. Like that's so crazy. Yeah, which is like okay. So like let's let's kind of like go over this a little bit. Um, he was 26. Uh, he has a history of like drug use um mm-hmm. i think specifically like lean like he would he would um not promote it but he 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 wasn't he shy about like using it um so i mean like i don't know what else drugs that uh he did but um like okay i'm gonna start by saying that you know i really i i really was a big fan of mac miller in high school 
Same. Um, like his his like style of rap like really like resonated with me when I was like a little bit younger when I was like in high school and like like a lot of my friends like kind of like bopped to it like it was like poppy rap but like it was still like very like lyrical yeah. like very relatable very stuff smooth to his yeah flow. yeah I he it. had a very distinct voice and like like I fucked with it I fucked with it hard and he was and he was genuinely like like someone I listened to like a lot um growing up and there was a song um that he had which is a bit of a slower song but I, it, it was called missed calls and i think that song, song is like yeah. one of the highest played like songs on my itunes account um it's a great song it's yeah. a really good song um so with that being said like yeah I, i'm a huge like oh like i was a huge fan of mac miller like older stuff like i'll be honest he kind of fell off when i got older because like I, I guess his music kind of changed for me or like you know when i was in high school like i was like smoking like a lot of weed and like i was like doing like you know i was partying a lot and shit mm-hmm. and like um, I kind of outgrew, like, everyone knows, like, I don't really do that stuff anymore, and I kind of outgrew that phase, so um, I, I, I kind of outgrew his music, um, mm-hmm. which is fine, it happens, um, but, you know, with that being said, I guess, like, my issue with the whole thing, like, ugh, I hate to make this, like, another, like, drug episode, because, like, I don't even know if he, like, died from, like, an overdose, but um, there was a lot of people online, like getting mad at like his ex-girlfriend ariana grande yeah. for like not helping him which makes no sense because first of all you don't know shit about their personal lives yeah and i feel like second like there are now reports coming out saying that she was probably one of the most influential people in trying to get him to be sober yeah so it's literally the opposite of what people are saying. Yeah. I heard some stuff about like how it was, you know, because of his response or like how he felt after the their breakup. That's why he like went back to drugs. So yeah. she was blamed. It's, it's stupid. She was blamed for like fucking... a lot of stuff that like it just didn't yeah, make just sense. So stupid. And it's it's stupid to put. I mean, like, okay, let's let's dissect like two of the things here. One being that. Um, she didn't stick with him, which is stupid to say because, like, I don't think anybody should have to, even if you love somebody, I don't think anyone should be in a toxic relationship or what they think is a toxic relationship. Because maybe it wasn't even th- toxic. Well, maybe like, they what, just didn't. Yeah, maybe they, whatever. But like, um, the thing is, I don't think a person has to suffer to be in a relationship. And yeah. she obviously like didn't want to be a part of it because uh, it could be because of his drug use. It could be because like they just didn't work out. Yeah. Like no one should be in a relationship because um, they feel bad for a person or because they feel like they need to stay, which is like kind of contradicting to like what I, I actually believe in, which is like, I don't believe in divorce. Like I believe that, you know, you should fucking work on your relationship and shit. But it seemed like it was at a point where it was, it was irreparable and like if somebody doesn't want help which i think was the case in this and they don't want to get help and you know you try your best to do everything and like it's really it's really not working out then fine like i get it um the second thing is that uh what sorry (laughs) the second thing was uh that she like the breakup caused him to like go back into this relapse of using drugs again which she shouldn't be blamed for it because of yeah, something that he chose to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And like, it's, it's just so sad because she's obviously grieving really hard. They were big they, parts they were of each other's for lives. a really long time. And to, yeah. like, how shitty do you think she felt after not only finding out that she died, that he died, 
but then finding out that people are people blaming are blaming you. you. Yeah. What the it's hell? Fucked. That's so it's so stupid. fucked up. Like I'm not like okay with that. And I don't know. I feel like if it was the opposite, the other way around, like no one would blame Mac Miller. Like it was kind of also because she's yeah, like a woman I feel like thing. I feel like if a, that's that's fucked up too. I feel like if a woman was like a druggie, like people would be like, oh, she's just a fucking like she's just a junkie. She's just like crazy. She like yeah. she drove him out, which is such bullshit. Because yeah. like women is women is expect women are expected to like handle their shit, like have everything together, like be there for like their man, like whatever. Like even. You know, when they were breaking up, Ariana Grande, like, sent, like, someone tweeted at her that, you know, it's sad that, this was after Mac Miller had a DUI, because he had a DUI. Um, Recently, right? Like, a couple months a ago? A couple months ago, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe a year ago or something, but he had a DUI after they broke up. Um, and then some kid on Twitter was like, it's so, like, the, like Mac Miller, like, totaling his G-Wagon, um after him and Ariana Grande broke up is like the saddest thing in Hollywood and then she replied to him yeah well like because like or like he like it was like Mac Miller like got into a DUI he like released like an album about like Ariana Grande or like him pouring out his feelings to her they broke up and then he got a DUI so like Uh, he's insinuating like that whole situation was sad or whatever yeah yeah and then she replied to him saying you know it's it's sad for people to think that like it's a woman's responsibility to like ha- to like have a a man keep his shit together or something to that effect right. whereas it's basically putting responsibility on like a person's like putting responsibility onto yourself at yeah. that at that point um which is how it's supposed to be so it's it's fucked up to see that like you know people are blaming another person for something that they obviously had no control over so yeah, I'm just like I'm really upset about this because like everyone already knows how I feel about fucking drugs. So yeah, and you know, talking about the DUI again, when that report first came out, I remember reading it and saying like, okay, Mac Miller arrested for DUI. Uh, the policewoman who was on the scene was quoted saying that the, he that Mac Miller was the most polite, inebriated person they've ever kind of yeah. dealt with during the whole thing, and I think that yeah. just goes to show what kind of person mac miller was like genuinely he, genuinely, he had such a like, good heart he, he was, was a such good, a nice person everyone's saying that he was like such like a genuinely nice person i don't know about you but other than the drugs and the dui i've never heard anything bad about mac miller yeah i don't think like I... never really assaulted anybody or like he um, acted out like at punched the club someone or someone. Yeah. i don't know maybe i don't maybe there's deep down maybe someone out there knows more than we do but like i think overall people kind of thought he was a great person and a lot of and another thing was like a lot of people in hip-hop respected him came out yeah yeah, and came out and saying like yo when i was when i was first starting out mac miller put me on chance the rapper put him on tour sorry sorry, mac miller brought yeah miller brought chance on tour yeah for the first time there's pictures of a young travis scott working with mac miller you know asap and you know even kendrick lamar came out and said stuff about him, yeah. like, recently. That's so crazy. I like, think, like, it's... I don't know. Like, it's it's interesting to see, like... Or, like, like 
anyone can be in that position, I guess what I'm trying to say is like he seemed like the happiest person. Everyone in the rap community mm. respected him. He was a white guy in the rap community and people respected him. Jay Z even like had like this whole like Twitter rant about like yeah. about like black excellence and like his last his tweet last tweet was like ever. Mac Miller nice Mac Miller is nice too. Like wow. you have like the fucking respect from like the OG himself. Like it's fucked to see that someone who who is seemingly like on such like in such like a high place in like a community where like white people are like his like hit like he isn't expected to like thrive like is thriving. You have to be like even crazy. better than average as a like a white guy in hip hop. Yeah, to, to like you know survive to like survive and to have that amount of, like that amount of respect. But I mean. Like, he did kind of, like, fall off towards the end. Like, like I don't want to say towards the end of his life, but, like, in recent years, like, we haven't heard much from him. Like, he, he was a pro- he's a producer, so, like, like maybe he's mm-hmm. produced on some tracks that, like, we've heard, but, like, he, like, him as an artist, like, hasn't had anything yeah. come out. Swimming album came out the same time as Astroworld, so, like, it was kind of overshadowed by that. Yeah. And, like, I, like, um, like, he even knew that. It was going to be, like, overshadowed by that, but, like, he put it out anyways, so, I mean, fuck, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting to it's see, so, it's, it's sad, and, and, and I'm curious to know, you know, what was going on in his head, you know, leading up to, leading up to this overdose, I mean, like, then again, it could have been, like, an accident, it could have, then again, it could have been, like, an accidental overdose. Like, Fentanyl drugs these days, yeah, yeah, drugs these days aren't mixed right. Like, shit can happen. Look yeah. at Demi Lovato. Like, yeah. um, her thing was that, like, something she had was mixed with something she didn't know. And, like, you'll never know. You never know. With I with, guess we'll uh, see from the toxicology We'll see from the toxicology report, but I don't think it's going to be, like, super, like, surprising. Like, I don't think, like, he, it's going to be, like, oh, it was something that he'd never he never had in his life before and like he was poisoned or some shit like i don't think it's gonna be anything like that but yep yeah. so you know rest in peace to mac miller rest in peace thoughts to, mac to miller, go out to sure. his friends family fans and to all his fans yeah all right uh so let's let's move on to a little bit of um lighter news um it. it's uh have an update from our Kawhi watch all right we got to do the Kawhi theme song i hate this i fucking three hate this. two one Okay, Kawhi Watch. So Let's get it. Annoying. What's up with um, Kawhi? So, not, maybe not indirectly, uh, maybe not directly relating to Kawhi, but Brad Stevens, who we all know is the coach of the Boston Celtics. Did I get that right? I think so. Yeah, okay. Um, he had some, some, some things to say about the Raptors' um, new season. Um, wow. Uh, I I can't. Okay, fuck. I don't have the quote exactly. You throwing shade? No, he's not. Okay, Brad Stevens explained why the Raptors are the team to watch in the East. Um, this is this is a quote via. You just said Kawhi via, Leonard. No, no, via <laughs> J, via J King. I'm giving everyone the facts now. Um, Brad Stevens said Toronto was the best team in the East. Uh, referring to last season, yes. um, and they added one of the best players in the NBA. Boom, Kawhi Watch done. But we got rid of one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, but like he's not the best player in the NBA. Wow, he's not even gone for a full like three, four months. And listen, you're throwing shade on the Listen, DeRozan's name. listen. 
I love me some DeMar DeRozan. I do. Okay. Mm, but I also uh, uh, really uh, am very optimistic about Kawhi Leonard. Oh, and to add to that, sorry, one more thing on our Kawhi watch. Um, they will be doing a press conference in about two weeks or a week and a half um, where they will officially introduce Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard. And I'm very excited. So I have another piece of Kawhi Leonard news. Okay. Yeah. Uh, throw it in there. So this might be, I don't know, small news. Maybe it's not a big deal. But rumor has it, or maybe it's not a rumor, it's facts, that Kawhi Leonard bought a house in the GTA instead okay, of just see, renting one. I'm not going to get too excited about that, okay. A, because real oh, estate... Oh, I'm excited. Real estate I'm in the... I'm fired up. Okay. Let me... <laughs> Let me get this. Real estate in Toronto and the Canadian dollar probably would make more sense to buy a house here yeah. than it would, you know, to rent. Rent, rent is insane. Yeah. In and, like, you know, if anything were to go wrong, like, if he were to, like, you know, get traded or whatever, he'll and he still has a property here, he can definitely get, like, rent income it. from that. He could flip yeah. it, get rent income, whatever. Um, yeah. sec- like, so just I'm keep not, it, have I'm it as like, an investment. Yeah, right? I'm not, like, too, too, like, oh, my God, this means he's going to stay. But um, And also, he's very, like, smart with money. Like, he, okay. he, no, like, I'm not even, like, he doesn't spend money. Like, it's crazy. I heard, I heard like, he still drives, very, like, this pickup truck. He drives a very old pickup school. truck <laughs> that, like, he, he works Hope on. He, because he doesn't buy, like, fancy cars. He's, like, really good with money. And, like, he's very humble. So I feel like he, him buying a house here was more of, like, a financial thing rather than, like, a, yeah. rather than, like, instilling roots here thing but i could be wrong i don't know like i hope it's true i hey Kawhi, if you if you out here like let's 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 fucking get you to pick six um uh i can't think of any el katrin in the distillery district if you like mexican food mm-hmm. like let's do it man osmos osmos <laughs> we talked about osmos a couple of times <laughs> you like your shawarma let me tell you about that white sauce anyways i think um, people are excited because it means in the he, event yeah. in the event that he doesn't want to stay it's easy because it's like well he already got a place he doesn't have to yeah renew no a lease it, i mean or... like people got excited because like oh it means he stays he's fucking staying yeah. but like we like let's let's yeah let's just see how the season goes okay but danny green also said that it would be hard for Kawhi to leave toronto because he'll like it so much he'll like it so much yeah so which is like i don't know why danny, I know why danny green has like fucking that insight like you're, why are you you're teasing us, i know bro? you're coming and you're this is your fucking first time here i think too. he's like, I, I think know. i think danny green is actually having a great time being here i think yeah. he i think he really likes it i think that's why he said that he's like oh i love it here i don't know i, I think he hasn't even like played here yet like i understand how anyway like i just don't understand how you can have like i'll go to a vacation spot or like i'll go to another city and be like oh i'm fucking moving here and then you know what i mean yeah. like like okay Anyways, uh, we're going to end the Kawhi Watch now. Okay. Oh, wait, sorry. I forgot to play the theme song. Oh, my fucking God. Okay, stop. <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay. Kawhi, Kawhi outro. Okay, let's move on. It, like, it fucking like pains me that you enjoy that so much. Anyways. <laughs> let's move on to divorce, I guess. Yeah, I wanted to talk about um, this because... Um, I read, I, I, don't, I don't know if I read something or like it came up in conversation, but like people, like the rate of divorce is like really high right now. And like someone, mm-hmm. um, said that like, 
you know, divorce is so high because people just don't stick by each other anymore and they just give up easily. And that's why divorce is like, they, people don't like work on their issues. They're quitters. Yeah. People like don't work on their issues anymore. And like, like the, oh, I know why I want to hear about this because, okay, fuck, not to bring pop culture into this again, but um, do you know Brandon and Leah Jenner? Who? Brandon and Leah Jenner. No. <laughs> okay. So they're this, um, so they're, um, Brandon Jenner is Kendall's stepbrother. Like they have the same dad, but different moms. So they were on they were on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like as well. Uh, for They're a couple Caitlyn of, Jenner's kids. Caitlyn, uh, no, Caitlyn Jenner's son, and then his wife, who is now his his who, daughter-in-law. Yeah, his daughter-in-law, who or his are now daughter-in-law. No, okay, so yeah, so they're so they're divorcing, <laughs> but the yeah. whole thing is that like they. Like on camera, like who knows what happened? Like they have a they have a daughter. Like on camera, they were like you know always like like in love. Like people always thought they were like the cutest couple. They are in a music group together. Like he plays guitar, she sings, oh. um, and and she announced that they were gonna divorce. But she did so in a way that was like really like fucking like um, she's saying there's no there was nothing wrong with there was nothing wrong. There was no cheating. There was like nothing. It was more so that. Um, uh, uh, Are you pulling up an Instagram post or something? Yeah, I'm pulling up an Instagram post. Um, she says there's she broke there, up via Instagram. No, they they've discussed it, but she's just like letting people know. She has like 1.8 million followers. So Imagine like, doing that. Imagine like an, announcing your divorce to your partner. Okay. Instagram. Anyways, she says there has been no lying or cheating or fighting that prompted this change as an expansion of our individual evolution, which has inspired us to support each other in a new way. We are still very much a loving family and are bonded by a deep connection that's rooted in love. See, that shit doesn't make sense to me. So why the fuck do you have to like divorce? Like why do you why do you have to like break? Like, why do you have to... You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, like Maybe she just wasn't, like, happy and... Yeah, but, like, if you can say all those things still, like, can't you just, like, work through that? Like, I think if you're going to marry Maybe. somebody, if you're going to marry somebody, you should be in it for, like, the long run. You should be able to, to you know, repair these issues that you're having or talk about it or, like, you know, just live in bitterness. Yeah, like, a I lot th- of, <laughs> Like, a lot of, like, couples do. Like, not to be, like, like a dick, but like, that's kind of, like... um you know, not not the point of marriage, but like 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 you love each other. Like she says, she still loves him, and that's kind of like, all right. If you guys still love each other, then you should try to still make it work, even though you're not happy for a couple of years or months or whatever. You just work through it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we don't know the details. Yeah. Maybe they've okay, but like okay, not, okay. Tried. Let's 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 not let's not like leave it just to them. But let's just talk about divorce as like. And like itself, because like I didn't want to like I just yeah brought that sure up I'll well. be general, but I'll I'll, I'll kind of use them as an example as sure um, as a know, general couple yeah all okay. you when you do love someone I guess it shows that like she said it herself she she just still loves them yeah but I think maybe they were maybe arguing they had a love for each other but it just wasn't working out the way they communicated the way they're but then you, you know, fix their, that their day to day but like maybe they tried to fix it. And they kept failing. It couldn't work. And for them to both be happy or to be happier, they realized they had to end it. Maybe also for them to be better parents for their daughter, they had to be their, um, like, they should be happy so they can make their daughter happy. Or, you know, maybe they were fighting and the daughter was getting, you know, in the middle or she was overhearing it. We don't know, right? But maybe it was like, um, like it seems like based on what she said and based off 
like their relationship you described like it wasn't just a quick fix like oh shit we're one happy for we're unhappy for one day we're just gonna yeah no it It seems like like it was thought out and it was really hard for them to come to that conclusion but Mm. ultimately they thought that was the best choice to make see okay so i i just don't like you don't get it it's not I don't get it. It's just like I feel I feel like how like a lot of like old school people feel where it's just like, yeah, you're just kind of giving up. And I think it's pussy. kind of like, yeah, you're, you know, I don't call you a pussy, bitch. but like you're being a little bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I feel like, you know, when I talk to like a lot of like older couples, they're always like, yeah, you know what? Like he, she pisses me off. He pisses me off sometimes. But like at the end of the day, like we love each other. We still want to be together. That's kind of, yeah. you know, how it is. And I do feel like we're in this generation now or like in this new age where, you know, if you don't want something, it's disposable and you can like pick up and like, cause like back in the day, you know, when you, when you broke up with someone, you divorced someone, like you don't really meet new people unless you're already having an affair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's that very almost hard would to... blacklist you. Yeah, you exactly. Were, like, we're now nowadays it's like we have like this reach of like so much people. So if you were to divorce somebody, like you can just get on Tinder and just, just fucking find somebody else, mm-hmm. which is like, God, I'm such like an old school like person, like dating yeah, but I person think, in terms of dating. I think that's a very modern issue. Like, I feel like you're right. Like, more breakups or more divorces do happen, not yeah. just because they're easier nowadays but it's easier to find someone or it's maybe it's yeah. easier to think that you'll be happier with someone else with like more options out or there or with more options or like because with different yeah. because you have access to millions of people especially being in the jenner family like yeah. with money and stuff they probably think that they could be happier with with so many other people and it's yeah. so accessible so yeah maybe they're like maybe you're right like maybe this is like a result of our technology and the internet and our access to everybody nowadays. Yeah, no, it, it's wild to think that like this is this is um, this is what's happening now, and like even like not just like not just like you know people who are married, but people who are just in like boyfriend girlfriend relationships. Like people will like jump from relationship to relationship because it's so easy to disconnect from someone and just tell them I'm not into it anymore and move on to the next person. You know what I mean? Like it's so accessible to like. Because, like, I guess for me, well, maybe not for me, but for, like, a lot of people, too, it's, like, the whole reason why you get into relationships because you, you want companionship or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you're scared to leave that relationship because you're you're not going to have it anymore. But if it's so easy to, like, get that companionship from, like, someone else, mm-hmm. or you don't have to, like, work as hard as, like, how people did back in the day, like, you're more inclined to, like, all right, fuck this, like, like let's end this, and then I'm, I'm starting new. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying, and I I do agree. Like, it is easier, and maybe you're right. Like, if people aren't putting in the work to keep it together, then I don't know. I feel I like guess... sometimes maybe it would be easier. I the just thought, okay. the idea of divorce is easier, right? But it's actually really really hard to go through. So I'm sure it's I'm sh- there's yeah. not a quick fix. But I think, yeah, you're right. Like, with the fact that it's maybe easier to meet other people or think, like, you'll be happier with other people is why people get divorced, um, I guess, faster. Or it's a a more... I guess more of my issue is it's, like, people who, who insist nothing bad has happened 
but they're just kind of like bored. Like like what 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 she said is just like there's nothing. There's no cheating. There was no lying. There was like no, like no fighting or whatever. It okay. just it just the spark became different. Yeah, like that to happens me, too, yeah. no, but that happens. But you fucking work through that shit. Like you fucking figure yeah. out ways to make you know make it better. Right. And that's kind of where I have this whole like divorce issue, breakup issue, whatever. It's just like people just don't try. Um, again, I don't know like the the specifics of like their situation, but um, it's 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 interesting to see like there's this huge uh, huge number of people or like huge rate of divorce like, like the rate of divorce is like getting bigger um, as as we you know as we grow as a as a species. I don't know how to say it. Like yeah, there's a lot more divorce now than there was back in the day. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. And obviously, we're not talking about abusive. Or no, 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 toxic absolutely not. It's where like obviously where it's necessary. Like what I'm saying is like there's like honestly like even like like I don't believe in cheating, but like people fucking like look at Beyonce, look at Cardi B, like people stick together through that shit, and like they like like fuck. I hate that. I I hate that. No, no, no. Because I'm so against it. I'm so against like cheating. I'm like. 100 percent but at the end of the day if you like really fucking work at it and like you know it's like i don't know i feel like we should still treat marriage like i'm old school in the sense where i think marriage should be treated as like a special union that you know you try your best to like work on and like work on hard i mean like fuck man like there's there's a lot of shit out there but if you've been with the same person that's supposed to be your ride die and like, you know, they own up to their shit, um, they make it up to you. Then like, I don't know, maybe in like a couple of years <laughs> you'll be able to forgive them. But if you can like make it through that, like, I feel like you can make it through most things. Um, yeah. Okay. But if you ever cheat on me, I will cut your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I think that's a, a great place to end it there. Like I promised in the last episode, I said I would read all the comments that we've received on our podcast. Oh, we have a comment here. It's from Atomic Samurai. Comment says, so funny. Great chemistry between these two. Please keep posting. Thank you. And they gave us a five stars with the comment hilarious thank you again guys please leave us a comment uh, a rating if you do leave a comment we will read it out and give you a shout out on this podcast so you can feel nice and special so i think we'll end it there okay thank you guys for listening to the hood rich podcast